Okay, welcome to another podcast interview here on Direct Motocross. Uh, well, as always, we like to uh, we like to be at as many races as we can, chase our Canadian racers when they're going to do races wherever they're doing them. Sometimes we can't be there uh, to tell the story. So when that happens, we like to uh, well, we get them on the phone, we have them uh, take us through the through the racing, the traveling, how it all went. So uh, that's what we're doing today. We've got, um, geez, eight time Canadian women's champion Ev Brodeur on the on the line she just went down to South Carolina for the verb classic uh, so Ev thanks for uh, taking some time with us here thanks for having me Billy it's been a while has been a while I know it kind of feels like yesterday but it feels like a long time at the same time yep exactly it feels like it's it just happened the whole summer just happened but it also feels like months ago because I guess it was a few months ago now <laughs> well if you're gonna keep winning two championships in a season it makes it feel even longer that that's true it does feel like the summer went on forever <laughs> <laughs> all right so i know um i know obviously i wanted to get talking with you i was talking with your dad sylvan and he mentioned you're in uh, doing your you're busy with an internship now or something too what's what's going on there yeah, so uh, as soon as the, the last race ended, Walton, I had to like basically rush home, started school full time, so uh, my semester starting started again. And then actually last Wednesday at like 4.30, I finished my final exam for the semester because I started my internship Monday morning. So we had a very short window from Thursday to Sunday where we had a little bit of time and I guess I could have chosen to relax and take it chill and get ready for my full-time internship, but we decided to go to South Carolina. So yeah, now I'm back uh, doing my internship, doing, uh, I'm, I'm basically working full-time until Christmas. It's just that I'm not getting paid, but that's the cool part about health internships. All right, same thing here at Direct Motocross. We're always hiring volunteers. Yep, <laughs> no doubt. We do a lot of work for very cheap. So, I mean, I understand the attraction. <laughs> hey, tell us, tell everybody and me, what, to, what are you doing for your internship? What are you actually doing? Uh, yeah, so I'm studying occupational therapy. This is my last year for my bachelor's degree. And then I have to do a master's for a year and a half. But um, the internships are just the uh, basic parts of uh, going through the program. So it's just an occupational therapy internship that I'm doing at uh local clinic public clinic so just uh, going to people's home kind of evaluating what they need to uh, function properly in their home uh, in a secure way and uh, just yeah helping them uh, live their life fully okay cool man well congratulations on that it's always good to hear uh, people with plans post post motocross I, I say post motocross but I don't know if there's going to be a post motocross for you you seem to just keep going and going yeah, I don't know. So far, I've always managed to do, to do both. Like, uh, I raced the U.S. championships while still going to college, and I've been winning Canadian championships and going to the States and all that stuff while doing my uh, university degree. So, I don't know. Um, for me, it's, it's been good doing both, and it works out well. So, we'll see what the future holds. But for, for now, I, I can do both and do it properly, so that's all I care about. <laughs> Right, because I feel like we were, you know, when you talked about going, you know, your college starting, I felt like we were kind of seeing maybe the end of your uh, chasing the nationals, but uh, that hasn't been the case. What uh, Are you just going to even say you get a job? Are you going to try to make the both work again uh, to keep doing both? Um, honestly, I don't know. Every time I, I, say, I say to myself, like, oh, when this comes up, there's no way I'm going to be able to do both. 
and we come up to it and we somehow make it happen and I guess that's what happened earlier this season I never thought I would be able to go to the west coast this summer particularly because I had to do a full-time internship like exactly at the same time as the races so for years I've been telling my dad like that summer in particular there's no way we can go out west and then we signed with the team and we were like well you know what maybe we can make it work um so I've been saying for a few years that as long as I'm in school, I'll keep racing. And then after that, when um, adult life comes knocking, I'll see what happens. Um, maybe I won't, maybe I will, but I guess we'll see at that point uh, where Marco and I are heading and, you know, all that stuff. So we'll see. Right, right. Um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Like you're at a point, I guess, obviously, where your numbers are just getting pr- so impressive and stuff like that. But when you start getting to the end of your career, you're probably like, oh, man, I got to pad these numbers a little bit. I need a few more championships so nobody can touch me f- either ever or for at least a long time. Yeah, um, I guess it, it does kind of play in a way. And, you know, it's stupid, but I think my decision to go last weekend was, was a little bit affected by that. Um, I, I talked to my dad and I went back and forth for a long time between not going and just taking it chilled and going and actually, you know, doing the whole road and money and everything. Um, and I think that was one of the factors that came into play. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of money all the fast girls are going to be there i have time and i don't know if this opportunity is going to present itself again in my career at a moment where i can actually go with school so i was like i'm not going to take a chance and i'm going to go uh so of course it, I, I try to take every opportunity i can get especially now that i know i, I have less coming than i have done um but you know it, it's not what motivates me to keep going i want to get championships regardless if i have 10 or two years left <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's uh i mean Let's uh, let's actually talk about that race this weekend then. So it was the Verb Classic in South Carolina. Now, had you been to this track before? Did you know anything about it? No, no, it's not anywhere I've ever been before. It's not even a type of dirt I think I've seen before. It was, it was very particular. Um, we, I had heard about it and seen about it because this is where uh, Jessica Patterson does her training schools, and obviously I've, I've you know kept in touch with what she does over the years uh, through social media. So I knew a bit about the track, but never, you know, took the time to look at it uh, so much. And yeah, she reached out to me a few times asking me if I could come. Um, Rich Jarvis messaged me to ask me if I was going to come. And I kept seeing all the posts about the big purse money. And yeah, I decided to give it a go. Nice, nice. Now, now talk about that a little bit. I mean, who was, uh, I know, I think they even had like a GoFundMe up kind of raising money and they had people, do- like, how did, uh, how much money did they get? And I mean, what, uh, what, did, what did that look like? Uh, yeah, so, so they had a GoFundMe where people could donate money to try to be the title sponsor or just to support the class in general. And then they also had a program where they raffled tickets for a two, YZ250, um, YZF250, and uh, all the money from the raffled tickets were going back to us. Oh, wow. um, from, the, from last I heard, when we left the track uh, on Saturday night, because we haven't had the the like official totals yet they're just uh trying to maximize every money that they can get and just split it properly and give us you know all the proof of the money that came in and how it's been split so i haven't seen like the final amount yet but from what i heard when i left on saturday it was up to twenty thousand us but they just had to yeah they had to deduct the price of the bike from that which they're open is something they can fix for next year where they don't have to take the money off of the 
purse uh, money for the the bike. But you know, it's okay. It still came to a, a fairly good amount of probably about like thirteen or twelve thousand US for for the girls for top ten. So it made room for, for some pretty nice uh, purse money. Wow, awesome! Yeah, that's a, that's a good motivator for sure. Now you mentioned the track yeah. and stuff. What was the actual track like? Uh, so it, it was red clay dirt. Okay. So it was super weird because in the morning they would have to wet it, and it was actually super slick and deep, and it was hard to ride. But then by the end of the day, it was rock hard and kind of slippery, and but the rust would get so deep because it was wet in the morning. So it was it was all over the place a little bit. But I think the biggest challenge was challenge was the big jump. Um, they called them they called them the BFG. If from Jay's, if so, from what I understand, they were big fucking jumps. But I don't know if that's the correct way that um, it's, it's it's being said. But that's what I understood from it. But yeah, they were big ass jumps, and you know there was not just one of them. There was like five of them. Um, so I came into the track on Friday, and I'm glad I came down to practice. But it was a matter of like not if I have to do them. It was like having to do them. So. Um, I really had to push myself out of my comfort zone, and a few of them took me like two or three practice. And um, yeah, I, luckily I was with my 350, so because it, it was an open class, and it's the only bike I have left at the moment. So it gave me a nice push to do the big jumps, but they were scary. <laughs> what are we talking? Like big tables, like big built-up jumps that they've built? Were they um, doubles? Were they? There, there was one uh, triple step up, and then there was uh, two big step ups and a big one that was like kind of like a tabletop but like with the pitch and then you it went down and then there was a big tabletop after but it was it was long like i had to pin it and seat bounce at one my 350 and most of the girls couldn't do it because it's so long so oh. it, it like they weren't like they, like even the step ups they weren't super big but it, they were just really scary to do because you come up and the landing looks so far and so high so <laughs> it's hard to gauge kind of what speed you're coming at but they were super fun to do once you got you got the jump on it all right well i'm gonna have to do some uh, youtube searching and uh, instagram searching for some of these videos yeah well they, they definitely uh, posted a bunch of reels on first models throughout the weekend and a bunch of pictures that showed the jump so uh, yeah, I think you should be able to find it very quickly. All right. Well, it's uh, now the competition. I mean, man, we had like, well, you mentioned uh, her father getting a hold of you. We had Jordan Jarvis, who's obviously going to be tough to beat. Had Hannah Hodges, who's been around for a long time. We had you. We had uh, Jamie Astadio, who that's another story. Of course, you tied her. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And then uh, I think Taylor Allred was missing, though, right? What, uh, where's, where is she? Uh, no idea where Ty Taylor Allred was, but there was a, there was also Sophia Phelps who won uh, oh. the ladies class at Loretta the past two years. Right, right, right. Um, and then you know there's like Kylie Fosnot, Marissa Marcelon. So there is quite a few girls. Uh, it was it was impressive for sure, and a tough track to ride. And even Katie Benson was there. She was injured, so she wasn't okay. riding for her full potential, but. It was a. They were all the girls that I've battled with throughout the years, and even girls that I was never able to compete with, speed wise. We're all there on the weekend, <laughs> so it was impressive. Our, I heard there was supposed to be more like more girl, even like Mackenzie Tricker and um, uh, Taylor Jones and all those girls, but there was a DNCC the same weekend, so they they couldn't come. Right, right, yeah, the, the final one at uh, Ironman, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah, right. yeah. 
Okay, well, um, I mean, we I joked earlier that you tied because, I mean, your motos went kind of a little weird. I mean, the results are one thing, but the way you got them was weird. But it's just funny that, of course, you ended up tying for points with uh, Jamie Acedillo, which you joked about all summer long. And now, of course, you guys do tie. But we got to we gotta talk about the uh, the motos here because what would you go, like 2-5 or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and the funny part is uh, I battled with Jamie quite a bit in my last model, and when we pulled off the track, the first thing she said, she looked at me and she's like, this is Canada all over again. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a summer all over again. But, yeah, so the first model, well, we showed up to the track, and I realized that it was a great start, which I've never done in my life. Oh, I don't, right. I've never even looked at someone doing one. Um, let alone start on a 350. It's been since 2017 since I've done that. Wow. <laughs> they were all like things that were not in my favor, but somehow, uh, first moto, I pulled the whole shot and I did uh, two corners in first and then I kind of did one mistake. So Jordan came by and then I guess I hung around and stuck right behind Jordan for about three laps. Um, and I, I guess I could keep the pace, which I was pretty surprised about. But then I reminded myself that it was a 20 minute plus one lap moto, which is super long compared to 12 plus two we do right. here in Canada. So I was like, I talked to myself down enough that you're going to have to calm down and slow down a bit because you're not going to make it halfway. So um, <laughs> I, I kind of settled into my pace. I had uh, maybe about five seconds behind Jordan, five seconds ahead of the pack behind me, which was like Hannah, Jamie, Kylie, Katie. Um, Mary said just all the girls were in that pack. So um, it, was, it was really a fast, <laughs> fast block. Um, and I just kind of settled into my pace and did the whole motor like this. And then uh, on the last lap, Sophia Phelps cut up to me. Um, but I guess she went down and when she got back up, she cut the track uh, and got outside help to get the bike, the bike back up. So oh. they ended up docking her four positions uh, with Broder a bit down in the standing. But yeah, so I finished my race in second and I was honestly a little shocked and I guess other people were too. Like Sophia Phelps came to ask me what my name was and where I was coming from. Like she had no idea, so I think I think she must have been a little surprised too. But that's hilarious. Just... Did you go um read my sticker on my helmet eight times? <laughs> yeah. Um she, she was like, Oh, do you do the national in Canada? And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, Canadian champ, I guess. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> so it was just yeah, it was just a funny, a funny moment because all the other girls I've raced with before, but Sophia was always a bit younger than me, and I guess we never talked fast, so um, <laughs> she didn't know who I was, and I just knew her because of Loretta, so it was funny. But yeah, so it was, uh -huh. it was a challenging race. Well, and then I uh, honestly, I, I gave it everything I got. Well, that's what I want. That's what I want to ask you. I mean, you obviously train hard. You you know you run, you ride all the time, and everything. Like, did twenty minutes? Was it tough, or is that just you know? I mean. How was it? Um, the problem is that if that race had happened two months ago, it would have been, I don't think it would have been much of an issue. But the fact that I've been super busy with university right. the past two months, and I've been, like I keep saying as a joke, but I've trained my brain way more than my body in the past two months. So I haven't been training much. I haven't been. So, you know, I'm still, I'm still, um, how could I say? I'm still active. I'm still kind of in shape, but I wasn't like ready for 20 plus one model. Like I wasn't race shape. I was not in that race shape. So, <laughs> um, yeah, when I pulled off the first 20 plus one, especially running second, I gave it every single muscle and every single energy I had. So I tried to recuperate between my two models that 
I pulled up to start promoting too, and I was already sore. I was already tired. Like not not a lot was in my favor. Oh wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got I got a decent start, I guess. No, not so decent. I was towards the back of the pack, but I was able to make quite a few cuts in the first few laps, and uh, I cut up to Jamie, and I was in fifth, and Jamie was in fourth. So we kind of settled into that rhythm for the whole race. Marcia was right behind me, and we were all like fairly close together. It all just sank in a, a, a chill pace. And then when we started nearing the end of the moto, I realized I really had to like give it everything I got. But it was it was not easy considering I was already super tired and I had trouble like holding my bike because my muscles were just so weak. Um, but I gave it everything I got. And then the second to last lap, I was able to get ahead of Jamie. I passed her coming in with a lapper. So I was super happy. And then I guess once I passed her, I, my body just shut down. And he was like, we did it. But there was still one lap left. Uh, so, yeah so with two corners to go I made a little just a mishap and had to stop to like save it from going to save me from going off track and just that second was enough so Jamie got by and wow. there was only two corners left so there was nothing left to do except um, get swift and unfortunately the way it worked out with the points um me getting a first and second moto gave me fourth overall. But if I had this pass, well, stayed ahead of Jamie, I guess, I would have gone four in moto two, which would have given me second overall. Oh, no way. I went, yeah, so I went from second to fourth. Um, and I guess the money drop came with it too, but it's okay. Oh, wow, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, hang on. We, I think we uh, blitzed over or something there. You're coming from way back. What happened off the start? Oh, it's nothing. I, I just didn't get a good start. I, uh, my dad says my reaction time was not great, but I guess that's the tired part kicking in. Um, I, I didn't feel so bad, but, you know, I, yeah, it was just that I started about mid-pack. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so um, now who who all were you with? In the, like, who went down with uh, you? It was, it was just me and my dad. So uh, my boyfriend, Marco, he's been uh, pretty busy with still going to the Supercross with uh, Mitchell because they've been going uh, for the past month and they're going again this weekend. So he couldn't get time off. So it's just uh, me and Sylvain, like the good old days, and, you know, us driving a little crazy like we usually do and just not stopping and doing 17 hours in a day. But it was a nice <laughs> trip. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Nice, nice. Okay, so you uh, so you don't know how much money you're going to get. It made a big difference, two to four. That's too bad. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Yeah, well, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I think uh, from what they said on Saturday night, but I'm not sure if it was like, the official results, but I think uh, second, second got about 2000 U.S., and I got maybe like, a, I think, 1200 or something around that, so... It, it, it wasn't like a bad amount of money, but from what I've heard, uh, they made the first few amounts a bit lower than what they, they we thought it would be, but it's because they paid like good money until the rest of the top 10. So instead right. of giving like 5,000 to the first girl and 50 bucks to the right. 10, um, they gave like, like I think six, seven and eight all had $1,000. So I think that's pretty good. and. For me, you know, I didn't even go for the money per se. Like, I just wanted to pay my expenses that it cost me to be there. It was just the principle of supporting, like, a, a good event like this and the fact that they put, up, put a, out all this work for the woman. 
Nice. Well, that's good, man. It's great to hear. It's uh, yeah, a good time. Um, you made it home safely. I got right back to uh, <laughs> right back yeah. into your internship. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. Well, what's uh, that's that covers that race. That's uh, that's cool to see. Like I say, I'll have to go check out some videos of the track and everything. Get a a better feel for uh, what it actually looked like and stuff but what uh what I'll, I'll send one to you I'll, I'll find one and i'll send it to you yeah send me a good one okay <laughs> all right what's uh, what's the rest of your fall look like i mean obviously school's busy are you anything fun to do any off-road riding any any track riding what are you going to do the rest of the fall um, I'm hoping to ride a little bit more. Um, I didn't get to enjoy my 250 all summer because it just didn't work out with our plans. But now that it's uh, it's the bike I have, I'm enjoying riding it. So hopefully I get a few more track days before the track starts uh, closing up. But honestly, I'm not too convinced. Uh, but yeah, so that that's kind of my plan. And as far as like uh, this winter goes, I know the the whole team is planning on heading down south. So uh, maybe I'll try to fly in and out a few times while I'm in school, and I have a little of a, a little bit of a break so I can join in with the team and just uh, participate in the activities. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you too. I know. Um... Uh, Mitchell Harrison signed on for two more years. Uh, what uh, what's your what's your situation for next year and everything racing? Uh, well, when I signed with the team uh, last fall, we signed for two years, so I actually have another year left okay. uh, for sure. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, even like uh, my boyfriend resigned to be Mitchell's mechanic for this year, so I think we're all still going to be uh, on board and on team, and um, all the negotiation if need if it happen will be. Uh, next summer <laughs> not oh. yet <laughs> uh, okay hey now do you want to break the news who the uh, other new signing is going to be <laughs> <laughs> if there's the news i'm not aware of it <laughs> so, uh, alex <laughs> alex parker he keeps uh dangling a carrot saying yeah oh we got another more big news coming more big news so i was seeing if you could maybe tell yeah. us <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes he likes to surprise us as well. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll hear more this weekend because Marco's going to see him. But as far as I know, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not too informed at the moment. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, hey, Ev, uh, thank you very much for chatting. Uh, I guess you don't have homework then, do you? When uh, when the whistle blows, you're done work for the day. Um. Yes and no. We still have a few classes at school that I have to take care of. So I actually have a school meeting with uh, some teammates starting in eight minutes. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding, but yeah. <laughs> um, I still have a bit of work to do, but no, it's, it's a lot more chill than actually going to school. Okay. Well, perfect. That's a perfect time for us to uh, end the old uh, conversation, I guess. And uh, thanks again for taking some time. It's cool that you went down there. I wish, uh, I mean, I'd like to be there when these big events are going on, but it uh, wasn't at that one too bad. But um, yeah, uh, congratulations on some uh, some great racing. And uh, who do you want to thank, Ev? Let's get, you to, let's get you to thank some folks. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, honestly, it was a, such a last minute decision for me that I did not even have time to tell anybody. I think we decided Tuesday night that we were leaving uh, Wednesday at four in the morning. So yeah, it was a, it was a tight decision. But for sure, thank you for having me uh, for this discussion. It's nice to, for me to tell my side of the story and how it went. Uh, for sure, I want to thank the whole team with the Gas Gas, Dallas, Covaquid, um, just Alex and the whole gas gas of a good team. Uh, Oakley, Sigby Helmets, uh, CTI, Farmer Boots, Leah, my pit board, Dunlap, Prospect Suspension, uh, SSS Suspension, SKDA, <laughs> Devia, FMS, Impact, 
Rick Lee's DID, Get Renegade, um, Fire Engineering, Hall Race Fuel, Dirt Care, DP Brakes, and just uh, everyone uh, helping me out. Thank you so much. All right. Now, I know you're really good at that, but if you tell me you weren't reading that, I'm going to be really impressed. <laughs> okay. So, in the summer, I don't read, but this time I was reading. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little out of touch. I have to actually rehearse those to make sure that I know them by heart. Um, and it's been a little, a little too long for me to remember that. So, yes, I did read this time, but usually I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evel. Thank you very much. Uh, off to your next meeting you go. And uh, thanks for the chat, and we'll, we'll see you somewhere soon. Thank you. Yes, we'll talk soon. Bye. Okay, bye-bye.